0: Hello there, I'm Bryce Corbett, the host of Squiz Kids. The Squiz Today team are taking the public holiday off. So, in the spirit of Anzac Day, I'm commandeering the show feed to bring you our Squiz Kids shortcut to Anzac Day. In it, we'll take you through what happened on April 25, 1915, why we celebrate Anzac Day and the touching tale of how the tradition of a dawn service began. And yes, there's a quiz at the end too, because we know how much the kids love those. It's a good one to pop on if you want to talk to the kids in your life about the significance of the day. And as with most of our content, adults might also find they learn a thing or two. And in case you don't already know, Squiz Kids is a daily news podcast for kids. The big news headlines of the day put through a kid-friendly filter. Think of it as sugar-coated broccoli. Out every weekday morning of the school term at 6am, subscribe in your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and lest we forget. This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you.
1: It started on the beaches of Turkey. It's been disrupted more than once by a pandemic. And if you want the full experience, you'll have to get up early. This is your Squiz Kids Shortcut to Anzac Day, the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer.
0: And I'm Bryce Corbett.
1: Every April 25, Australians all over the world commemorate Anzac Day. Many rise before dawn to spend some moments in silence reflecting on the sacrifices of war on the anniversary of Australia's first big engagement in World War I.
0: Today, we'll take you through what happened on April 25, 1915, why we celebrate Anzac Day and how the holiday has changed over the years.
1: Listen carefully. There's a squiz at the end. What? What? When World War I started in 1914, Australia had only been a nation for 13 years. The Australian government was keen to win itself a strong reputation from other countries, so when Britain declared war on Germany, Australia joined the British side.
0: Our soldiers joined those from New Zealand to form the Australian New Zealand Army Corps, ANZAC, and they quickly became known as the ANZACs for short.
1: The Anzacs' first major action in the war was the Gallipoli Campaign in Turkey, which was supposed to be a quick operation to knock the Turks, who were fighting on the German side, out of the war. And it was in the pre-dawn hours of April 25, 1915, that those Anzacs landed on the beaches of Gallipoli at what is now known as Anzac Cove.
0: And it's fair to say things didn't go as well as their commanders had hoped they might.
1: No, they met fierce resistance from the Turks. On that first day alone, 2,000 Anzacs were killed. The battle for Gallipoli went on for eight brutal months with about a quarter of a million casualties on each side.
0: And instead of it ending with the British and their allies marching into the capital of Turkey, it ended with them admitting defeat and retreating.
1: More than 8,000 of the 50,000 Australians who fought at Gallipoli died, a terrible loss of life for the young country. In total, more than 400,000 young Australians fought in World War I and a shocking 68% of them died or were injured.
0: Wow. Most other countries celebrate holidays that represent big victories, Independence Days or the days that mark the winning of a war. So why is Anzac Day a day that represents terrible loss? so important to us in Australia.
1: Why? Well, one of the main reasons is that World War I was the first time that Australians really came together as a nation. It was sort of the birth of the country in some ways. Aussie soldiers were highly respected by other countries and the Anzac spirit was something that we became Mm -hmm. famous for. And April 25, 1915 was in some ways when and how that all started. Anzac Day was first celebrated the very next year in 1916 while war was still raging. Throughout World War I, celebrations on April 25 were patriotic rallies. They were designed to recruit more soldiers for the war, raise money for the war effort and you know, raise people's spirits as their husbands and sons and brothers went off to war. On April 25, 1916, more than 2,000 Anzac troops marched through the streets of London.
0: And there was even a sports day in the Australian training camp in Egypt.
1: But there were more solemn, which means sort of sad and serious moments. Mm. Just as the Gallipoli campaign had started right before the break of dawn, with Anzac soldiers landing on the beaches in Turkey, returned soldiers would gather at dawn to remember their mates who hadn't come home with them.
0: Dawn, of course, is an important time in war. You're either gathering to attack and surprise your enemy or you're getting ready to be attacked.
1: That's exactly right. And when we have dawn services, it's a small bit of sacrifice to pull yourselves out of bed early and go and remember (laughs) all those people who made the ultimate sacrifice, the sacrifice Mm. of their life in war. Yeah. Once the war was over in November 1918, you might be surprised to hear, Bryce, that the next Anzac Day didn't involve a huge victory parade. That's because there was a terrible global flu pandemic. The numbers of people allowed to attend the parade was limited, they had to wear masks, and they had to stand one metre apart.
0: Wow. Well, that does sound familiar. How, then, has the Anzac holiday changed over the years?
1: How? More than 60,000 Australians died during the First World War. So in the 1920s and 30s, there were a lot of Australian families who were grieving. Grieving Mm -hmm. means to be sad about having lost someone. Right. Anzac Day was a time for them to reflect and for surviving former soldiers to get together, remember fallen comrades and support each other. No one can actually say for sure when the first dawn service happened. There is one lovely story about a group of former soldiers who went out together in Sydney on April 24 in 1927. Now, they had a pretty big night and they were coming home at dawn, hadn't gone to bed yet, when they saw a woman alone at a memorial. She was the mother of a soldier who hadn't come home and Mm. she was very upset. Together they held a little sort of dawn moment or dawn service and then those soldiers went on to organise a bigger one for the next year and that's thought to be the beginning of the organised dawn services every year.
0: Oh, wow, what an amazing story. And actually, I suppose the fact that we don't know exactly the origins of the dawn service might go to show that it was widely accepted a dawn service was a good idea as a way to remember the losses of life in the First World War.
1: Yeah, so dawn services are almost always silent. You arrive, you reflect, the sun starts to rise, at which point a bugle plays something called The Last Post. Have a listen. It's a haunting piece of music that's traditionally played to mark the end of a day's activities in a military camp and it's heard at dawn services all over the country on Anzac Day morning. By the mid-1930s, the dawn service, the parade of returned soldiers, the reunions and the 2-Up games were all part of a national Anzac Day tradition.
0: 2-Up, of course, is a gambling game that involves tossing two penny coins, ideally ones from 1915, in the air and betting on how they'll land heads or tails It's legal to play on Anzac Day because it was played so much by soldiers in World War 1
1: Now of course the only reason World War 1 is that is because World War II came along in 1939, followed by the Korean War in the 1950s, the Vietnam War in the 60s and 70s, and then more recently by conflicts that Australian soldiers have also served in, including in East Timor, Somalia, Afghanistan, Iraq, Fiji, Solomon Islands. Anzac Day has come to be a day to remember all Australian soldiers, not just those who fought in World War I.
0: And of course, fast forward to today when Anzac Day celebrations include women, indigenous and immigrant soldiers who have served their country. And you can see that it's a national holiday that has definitely changed with the times. But one thing that hasn't changed is the power of that silent dawn service and the sound of that haunting bugle.
1: Time for the quiz
0: This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which country did Anzac forces fight in their first major military campaign? Yeah, that's right. It was Turkey.
1: Question number two. Why wasn't there a big Anzac parade after the First World War was finally over? Yeah, you got it. There was a pandemic.
0: Question number three. What gets tossed in the air during a game of two-up? That's right, a couple of pennies.
1: That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explored the who, what, how, where, when and why of Anzac Day.
0: Now get out there and have a most excellent day.
1: Over and out.